So here's the thing. We are so desperate to see results on social media and proof that our work is paying off because I know this shit takes, this shit feels like a lot of hard work. It feels like a lot, like a lot of time is put into this. So I understand why we want to do this. But the metrics that we consider proof that we're successful aren't always the thing that makes social media successful. Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Marketing Unfiltered. So here is the sitch. I have just moved to a new area in the city that I live, which is London. And it's a newer building. And I'm one of the first people, I guess, no, I guess we are the first people to live in this particular apartment. So they didn't realize, but apparently things are not set up a hundred percent. So I have no internet connection. I also have no phone signal. I have no TV signal. It's been a week. They can't figure out why. It's a whole thing. Anywho, because of that, I'm in a little cubicle in the co-working space. And this area is really not built for this area is just, it's, it's just not built for podcasting, very hard walls or hard surfaces, I should say. Um, I'm like, like right on the road so I can hear cars driving by. And I'm not really sure what the mic is picking up, but I know for me, I can't stand it when I, when the quality of the mic isn't great. So I'm just letting you know, if you're like me, I really apologize. This episode might have some moments of driving you a little crazy just because of the sound, but maybe. It sounds absolutely fine. And I just don't know yet because I can't listen to it. So, you know, sometimes my editor, Kim, really surprises me. <laughs> Kim, no pressure, but I'm hoping for a miracle here. Okay. So all that to say, I have a very juicy episode for you today, especially if you are feeling disappointed in your results on social media. But I have to say, I'm answering someone's question. So it's social media related, but this goes for any marketing platform, whatever you're using. The the core of my message today goes for any marketing platform. So I think that it'll be really helpful regardless of where you are in this marketing journey. Okay, so let's get started with the actual question. So for context, this is a new member inside of What the Heck to Post. And what I'd like to do, obviously, I can't do this every single time, but we had a bunch of new members come in before the end of the year. So over the holidays, I had some, you know, some time to kind of reach out to each of them and ask what their roadblock was so that I can help them specifically. So I, um, this is a response to me checking in, asking, okay, what is, is there a marketing or messaging roadblock you'd like me to speak on? So she wrote back saying, the marketing messaging roadblock I'm having is that no matter how I present my content, I struggle with having my audience take my quiz or engage with me. It has led to starting and stopping posting on Instagram. I recently fine-tuned my messaging and I'm still trying to figure out how to use Instagram strategically. I had two people last year sign up for my freebie, so hoping maybe this year it might be higher. Okay, so I'm going to say something potentially mind-blowing here for anyone who might relate to this question. But here's the thing. What if you stopped using social media to grow your list? Hear me out here. I'm not saying you can't grow your list through social media or that it won't happen as a result of social media. But what if the goal was making a connection with an audience and the bonus 
was growing our list, right? So here's what I mean by that. And again, fair warning, this might feel confusing in the beginning, but I hope I'll be able to clear it up by the end. So here's the thing. We are so desperate to see results on social media and proof that our work is paying off because I know this shit takes, this shit feels like a lot of hard work. It feels like a lot, like a lot of time is put into this. So I understand why we want to do this. But the metrics that we consider proof that we're successful aren't always the thing that makes social media successful. For example, think about anyone who you love to follow. The person who you literally cannot wait to absorb their content. I'm going to bet the majority of their content is not promoting their lead magnet or doing the things that they need to do in order to see success in that effort. It's not that it doesn't happen, right? It's not that their list doesn't grow as a result of social. It's just not the reason that they're there. So for me, there's someone who comes to mind. I'm going to share a couple of different examples, but for me, there's someone that comes to mind as I'm talking. Her name, I believe, is Lindsay Girk. Uh, she posts about her kids a lot, and it's just freaking hilarious. And I don't know what it is about her, but I just cannot wait to watch her stuff. Now, if I were to go on her page and actually do a deep dive into her content, which I have done before, I rarely, if ever, see a post promoting her lead magnet or the stuff that she sells. And yet I have bought from her and I'm not even her target audience, but I didn't buy from her off of a social media post. I bought from her off of an ad she ran, I believe. Something she was selling that I thought would be a really good fit for a Christmas gift for a friend of mine. Now, she understands that the purpose of her social is to create a bingeable experience for people, one where people want to hang out with her and just love what she's about. And then she'll do a reel or a live or an Instagram story woven into this highly relatable content that makes it impossible to skip past because I'm in such a habit with her, right? Okay, now this is not, she's not a perfect example because she's not a business owner in the way you and I are a business owner. So let's, let's pull another example of someone who is a business owner in the way you and I are a business owner. And that, the person that comes to mind for me at this moment is Jerisha Hawk. Now, I really hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. <laughs> I, I just have seen it written. I haven't seen any, I haven't heard anyone hear it. So I hope that's how she pronounced her name. Uh, but I, I I love her. I think she's fucking awesome. She is a business performance coach for coaches. And she has got a fire social media. But just like Lindsay, you're not going to find all these promotional posts on her feed. She's not out there using this platform to grow her email list. She's got other strategies for that. She's using her platform to share her killer message, to get people fired up around it and and turning them from followers on social to loyalists for her message. Now, again, I am not saying she's not growing her list off of social, but I do not think it's because of the carousels and posts promoting her list that is why she's growing. If anything, she might drop an offer on her Instagram story or in the call to action of a post. But again, the focus even there will always be connection, will always be spreading her gospel, right? Spreading her message. It won't be the list growth. Guaranteed she's using her podcast to grow guaranteed she is collaborating to grow. She might even be doing ads or guest teaching or hosting summits. She has actual growth strategies to grow her email list. That is their job. But the job of the social is to make the connection. And the metric for success is actual conversations. So that brings me back to the person who asked me this question. Let's do a quick audit with her 
with, with her concerns in mind. Okay, so I think it should be mentioned that this person has 453 followers. And on average, we see 1% to 3% engagement rate for people, right? For business owners, we like to see 1% to 3% engagement ratio. So 3% is very good. As you can see, if it's 1% to 3%, 3% is on the high end, which means the expected amount of engagement for this size following of 453 people, when you add likes and comments together on a post, is about 14. That one score a 3% engagement rate. And then on the low end, all the lower side of this average would be about five. Again, when you add the likes and the comments, five would be about 1% engagement. So I looked at her post, I looked at the last six posts and I created an average and we landed at 17, which means she's actually above the high industry average of 3%. So actually her engagement is good, even though judging by her question, she might not feel that way. So this means if we want more engagement, which is a completely valid concern or wants or desire, right? Completely valid. So if this is so if she wants more engagement, we have to either focus on growth work to grow her social media so that she's got more people on the platform so more people will want to engage, or we need to focus more on the content. Now the truth is, I would offer different advice for different so just because you're listening to this, like the advice I would give to this person might not be the advice that I would give to you. I think that I would have to look at your page and have an actual conversation with you to really be like, this is where I would go. But for this person, and because I have a little bit more information from her, thanks to her being inside of what the heck to post, I was able to ask her these questions, right? Looking at her stuff specifically and considering this person's frustrations with the platform, I would actually suggest focusing on her content to begin with. And here is why. I looked at her last 36 posts, and of those 36 posts, 21 posts were promoting a blog, a podcast, a summit, a bundle, or an offer. So that means 58% of her last 36 posts is promoting something. Of course, she's going to feel like this isn't working. I mean, I could, I totally get it now. In her brain, she feels like she's putting all this work into growing her list to doing the things that she needs to expand her audience. 58% of her energy on this platform is going towards growing her list or growing her sales. Or it sounds like it's, I haven't looked in, in detail of what each promo is about, but it's all promotion, right? Her intention is taking people off the platform into these other things 58% of the time. So if that's not happening, of course, you're going to feel like it's not working. But the problem here is actually not the platform. The problem here is actually the goal. She's using her page like a billboard. She's not using it like media designed for being social. So what if instead she got really clear on her strong beliefs within her industry, the relatable situation she finds herself in, her personal wins, stories about her clients, laughing at herself about a highly embarrassing moment with her business, any other highly aligned piece of content that focuses on being relatable, on being the human behind her business, what if we focus on that 80% of the time with the intention of connecting, right? And being that person that we can't wait to hang out with on social. What if we did that 80% of the time instead of 46, right? Let the substance within the work she does speak for itself and create a bingeable brand. This is actually what social media was built for. 
It wasn't built to be a sales tool. It wasn't built to be a lead magnet. It was built to be a relationship builder. And yet people judge the success of it based on how many email subscribers they get from it, right? They're not judging it by how much quality engagement they get. Because if they did, they'd realize they're not creating content that supports that goal. They also wouldn't be frustrated. And this is just something that I hear a lot. I did not hear it from this person. But but people get frustrated because they're like, oh, it's so frustrating. Like every time I post on social media about my personal life, I get so much engagement. Like why don't they just do that when I'm like promoting something? Because that's not what people do. I'm going to bet you don't do that. You don't go on the platform like, oh my God, I'm so excited about the sales post we got. Yes, repost, repost, can't wait to do this, right? You don't do that. But you probably do congratulate people and get excited about someone's milestone and repost a highly polarizing quote that you agree with. Like that's the type of stuff you get fired up around. That's the personal stuff, right? So of course people are going to rally around that type of content. Instead of getting frustrated by it, about that, use that as data. If your goal is, was connection, this would be clear, right? This would be understood. This would make so much freaking sense because that's the stuff that helps people get to know you better. So of course that's going to perform better. And you know what? That is not a bad thing. So the question becomes, how can we take the type of content that creates connection and create promotional content in that tone. Because again, I'm not saying you shouldn't be promoting your business. I'm just saying, can we understand what we're like, what the goal is on social and have any bonus goals off of that initial goal? Right. So, for example, if you want to promote a podcast episode, cool, you can still do that, but you probably wouldn't just post a graphic promoting it. At least you wouldn't do that all of the time. Sometimes, sure, but at all the time, probably not. Right. You'd consider what content offers the most connection for your people, right? And and understand how to promote from that place, from the place of stuff that already works. So looking at this person's stuff, her videos clearly do best for her, right? So flip open your phone and record some B-roll of you on this podcast with some copy about the things you covered. Yes, this is a promotional reel, but it's it's got a whole different vibe to it, right? You can also flip open your phone and answer one of the questions you were asked on a speaking reel, right? You can say, okay, like, like present the question and then answer it. And then you can say something like, this was one of the boiling questions so-and-so asked me on the most recent episode of such and such. You can get it here, right? And then tell us where to get it, right? Again, these are just ideas. Everything needs testing here. But as you, as I hope you can see, right, we're creating content, from a place of connection in order to promote versus creating content from a place of promotion in order to promote, right? We are, people are not going to connect with the promotion because this is a social media platform. We're here to zone out. So we have to understand why the platform was built and, and what people are actually responding to. You can also promote this reel by sharing a big, juicy opinion that is covered in the podcast episode and direct people for more wherever you can, they can get the podcast so to dive more into that opinion that you share. So as you can see, like I said, you're leading with the connection every single time because people are not here on social media to be directed off of social media. They want to be here on social, right? They are zoned out and scrolling through it. They're probably on the freaking toilet right now, right? If I'm not connected with you or what you're saying, no way in hell I'm going to be directed off this platform. I want my cat memes. I want to listen to clips of my favorite podcasts. 
Like that's what I'm here for. So if you can connect with me from that place, you're more likely to direct me somewhere else. Okay. So if you want to use your content to promo a blog. Okay. So let's switch gears from the podcast and now talk about promoting a blog, right? So you could use reels again, like I've just outlined, or you can take some of the information and put it in a useful value-packed carousel and then direct people to the blog at the end. Or you can only share your blog on your Instagram story where you can add a direct link so it's easier for people and save your feed for the more personal stuff and the, and for the content that's doing really well, right? I tend to, when there's a link that I want to share with people, I tend to put it on my Instagram story because my Instagram story is already naturally full of very behind the scenes personal stuff, right? So if people are kind of already following me along my day or, or wrapped up in my day in any capacity, and then I just do one slide of like, by the way, I was I just wrote this article about such and such. I'm feeding it to them in a, in the middle of my story, which they have already watched. So they're already in a place to maybe be interested in what I wrote in the blog, right? So usually if I promote things like that, I will put in my Instagram story for that reason. And also because I can add a link sticker, which just makes it really super easy for them to just click and be directed somewhere else, right? It's a lot harder for people to... Absorb, absorb a piece of content and then go to the link in my bio for the link or what, however else I direct them. It's a lot harder for them to do that. So I also think about, again, because my objective is connecting with people, like where are they right now? What is going to make this easier for them? If it's easier for them, it's more likely to actually happen. Okay. So let's say I'm sharing these ideas with you and you're thinking, oh, this sounds like a total freaking drag. I hate social media. I don't like creating content. I don't like other people's content. And I want to be personal. That sounds so difficult. I don't want to talk to my audience in this way. I don't want to build relationships like this. The honest question for you right now, if anyone is listening to this, feeling those things, my honest question is, does your business even need social media? Because if you don't need relationships with an audience, maybe this isn't the platform for you. No one's forcing you to be here. Okay? And my question, what trying to be? I'm not trying to be an asshole. <laughs> I'm not trying to wow or just be a jerk here, right? But I think we all need to actually ask ourselves that question, right? Can you design a strategy that's taking care of relationships within your audience, that's taking care of growth within your audience and sales that completely cut social media out? Because like I said, you don't have to be here. Businesses are successful without social media. I know lots of businesses that have really vibrant um, businesses or, or, or platforms, but just not on social media. If you have no goals of having membership or a course or doing guest speaking or any of those things, honestly, you might not need this place. But if instead you do want to be on social media and you either have a course or a membership or dreams of having one down in the future, and you do want to be keynoting on stages and just be out there in a more public way, then honestly, social media could be a great set for you. I think what it really comes down to is, what are you using social media for? Why are you here? And most of us answer that question with, oh, because I thought I had to be. They're not, they actually don't know the answer to that question. And that is a big problem. So is the content that you create there to showcase your speaking skills because you want to be booking more speaking gigs? Is the content you create there to connect with your audience and generate conversation in the comments? 
is the content you create to be seen by as many people as possible? Is the content you create to be seen as an expert? All of these things are actually very important goals, but have nothing to do with how big your email list is getting. Right? The content that positions you as an expert is completely different from the content that's going to grow your list. The content that is there to showcase your speaking skills is completely different from the content that's going to grow your list or sell your offers. The content that is there to connect with your audience and generate engagement and get shares, all of those things are completely different than content that is going to grow your emails or sell your offers. It is part of the journey, sure. But if it's part of the journey, but not the overall focus, why are we measuring the success based off of how many email list subscribers you're getting? Again, that's someone else's job. That's something else's job. That's the bundle's job or the summit's job or the the list growth strategy's job. Social media is a relationship building platform. It is step one of many steps to growing your business or growing your email list. So it cannot be where we hang our hat for list growth. It should not be. And similarly speaking, I think that the person who asked this question is, is also aware of that because she was saying, I, I relied on bundles and summits and things like that to grow my list because social is not working for that. That's, I'm so happy that that, that happened for this person because that's, what, that's the purpose of those things. Right. That's those. That's where you do go for list growth. You would not go to social media for list growth. And I have to also say, this is why I created the Go to Coach Club because it gives you ideas on how to be intentional with your content and with your messaging. We offer so much training on this and coaching around these things because this is definitely not common sense. If you are still not in the club but want to be, I would highly suggest you join the waitlist of the Go to Coach Club, which is inside of the show notes. But my point is this. This is not a content platform. This is a social media platform. If you're not showing up with the intention of connecting versus promoting, you're totally wasting your time here. You will be disappointed again and again and again. For me, my goal is to have five conversations a day. At the end of the year, that is 1,825 conversations. And of that number, I get clients and email subscribers, but only because I connect with them first. That's what this place is built for. And that's why the metric of success is conversation, not email subscribers, every single time. So stop measuring the success of your social media by how many people get added to your list. Let your other marketing assets be in charge of that. Like I said, host a bundle for that or a summit or a lead magnet swap. Social media is there for relationships, both with the people on your list and people might not be there with you yet. Now, does that feel like a lot of work? Because when I often say this to people, people like literally roll their eyes and like that, like the, I just, that just sounds like too much. Okay. Another frank conversation here. Yeah. That's all. It is work. But my goodness. Like this, all of this is hard work. It's not your fault that it feels like almost, almost like it shouldn't be this hard. Like I get why the response is like, mm, this feels like not the thing I'm going to invest my time into. I get that. Like we have a lot of bullshit influencers telling us you can run an online business on the beach with a martini in your hand. And it's just absolute BS. Like I said, actually, I guess I haven't said this in this episode, but I've said this before. I have a client who makes a million a month for a few months every year. And she has a team of 11 full-time employees and she works 
really freaking hard. She loves what she does. So her work is a joy for her, but she works really freaking hard. I have, n- I don't remember the last time that she went on a beach with a martini. She, she's not like maybe on the weekends, but she doesn't have time for that during her weekday. She's working hard. So yeah, this is a hard work at every stage in business. The difference is showing up intentionally though. Know what you want out of the actions that you take, right? Also know what these things are built for so that the actions you take make sense for the goals you're going after. When you start using these free marketing platforms that we are so freaking fortunate to have access to, when you start using them in a way that in the in the way that they were built, it is insane how much more our marketing starts to make sense, how much more realistic our expectations can become, and how much more clearer and more intentional our marketing habits become, which makes such a huge difference to the experience we are having on the platforms. Oh, all right, my friends. That is a wrap on this particular question. And I also want to add that I feel like I got really fired up there. I'm not getting fired up at the person who asked the question or anyone who might be having this. But I I, I do actually get very frustrated with the industry because I think it is marketers that are that market with a lot of smoke and mirrors that is the reason we are so fucking confused, right? It's it's dishonest marketing. And and it, that stuff really pisses me off. I get really annoying because I think there's a lot of like, oh, I made a million dollars off one reel last week. So people are getting so freaking confused about what the social media platform is for and just showing up in in a way that makes no sense for their business and really for most of our businesses, right? So I if anything, I get fired up at that because I understand why people are confused. But unfortunately, that's just not how these things work. All right. So any questions, do not hesitate to reach out to me over on Instagram at Sophia Parham. And if you have a question, kind of like my friend here who submitted her question to me, I would love it if you slid it into the DMs. So it could be the focus of my next podcast episode. All right, my friends, I will see you on the next one. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means that you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions, like for real, for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, You can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.